There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Ericsfamilybbq.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Ali Sadiq is here. He's at the Tempe Improv. Welcome back. Man, thank y'all for having me back. Of course. You were amazing. (laughs) Last year, uh, I said this to people after you left last year. Uh, I remember telling Brad, I'm like, that was, was so much fun. I want to get you back for the holiday show we do, and you came back and killed that last year for us. So I didn't get a chance to thank you because we were all drunk and screwing around backstage. So I'm not sure I ever said anything nice when it was all over. I, I don't know if I ever I said that. I, I know we were. I, I, if we saw each other, we both forgot because I just remember at the end of the night, I'm like, I'm drunk, you're drunk. We were laughing at people, and then uh, we left. So I didn't get to say thank you. So it was awesome. Thank you. Great time. It was thank great you show. for having me. Yeah. Oh, man, I, um. That was a good. That was for the humane side. That was yeah. a great time, and I, and it was crazy because I did a, a I hate dogs joke. I remember at the humane side. I'm like, but it was a joke. I retired. I told him I'm retiring this joke because I have a dog now. But it ended up being a good joke. Like yeah, it, it was, was your yeah. transformation from I hate dogs to I have a dog. I have a dog. You know, it, yeah. you know, it, it would be hard to just do it straight yeah. up front. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a humane society. Two fingers. <laughs> Let's play. Uh, did you, we did a study, a story this morning about how they said if your dogs could talk, like they'd almost all be racist. Oh, my dog is definitely racist. What, who does he hate? Because I have one that hates he Mexican, hates something me. fierce. He no, he doesn't like, no. like my dog is definitely. That's not racist. No, that's no, it. no let me tell you what. It's like saying your kids racist. It's like saying your own kids racist just because he doesn't like his dad. I know what happened. No, because it's different. With my dog, we went out of town. Uh-huh. We had to take him to this fancy pet suite. <laughs> and he's in his pet suite. He we he don't realize because the only reason you like these white people at the place is because I took you there. <laughs> they don't they don't love you. I paid for them to love on you. What are you They're talking paid about? Paid to pamper. Like you're in a room with a TV and all this air conditioning because I paid for it. It was sixty dollars a day, sir. They, these white people don't love you. And you like you can't you can't. Be more, I'm like he's so every time he come out, like he is so ready to get in my truck because he think he's going there. It's like, <laughs> and he passes by and howls at it like, like you're so racist because I, you know, I upgraded you. Yes, because I was going out of town. You, you took him to some weird lily white paradise, and then now, yeah. he like, thinks that's all like, of this is nothing. That and is he's racist. black. My dog is black. How you gonna- <laughs> 
I'm you like, gotta keep it together. <laughs> this is a, this, I'm offended. This I don't know how that this happened. This is a bougie, racist dog that looks at me, looks down at me like, hey, I, when I'm at, when I'm here, why do I have to live outside when I'm with yeah. the white people? I pay for you to be inside with them. Yeah. And they walk him like, cause we have to pay. Yeah. Hey, how many you times get the you extra money. How many times you want to walk? I, three. And feed him. And, and he, he goes in the pool by itself. Wait, and feed him. What You slid that in. Like, that's where he gets his food, too. Yeah. Like, I'm a little like, worried now. It's like, maybe he isn't you know, eating at home. The thing is, all the food is, I brought it there. Oh, it's the food you bring. It's like, sir. That all that chopped beef and <laughs> raw meat, all, all of that's my the seasoning, sir. You don't yeah. recognize these seasonings? You think they have? <laughs> you think they just have? They just think the meat just comes like this? So this is all yeah. your kibble. This is your <laughs> the eggs, sir. The duck eggs. You think they have duck eggs here for you? <laughs> they don't know that you're allergic to chicken eggs. I know that you're allergic <laughs> yeah. to chicken eggs. Like, he needs to see you like like dropping that off. And the, and the, yeah. when, I, when I was at the trainer, the trainer's like, hey. Who's going to feed him? I'm like, what you mean? Yeah. Everybody should have to feed him. Like, no. Who is going to be the designated person that he knows he gets yeah. his food from? Me. So, ever since I took him to these white people, <laughs> and they fed him one time, and he's he's been he's he just looked at me side eye. Yeah. Like I'm like, oh, you you a strange guy? Yeah, they're putting on a show for him, and you're just putting it in a bowl. And when I go pick him up, you can tell you can tell he's trying to steal him from me. Because... <laughs> He's a hundred and thirty-seven pounds. Yeah. Why? He's not a lap dog. Why are y'all packing him yeah. over the show? Like he's kissing him on yeah. his face, and I'm like, <laughs> and he's like, this is way different than your belly rub, sir. Like, <laughs> you walk by with your foot belly rub. I do that. My dogs. I don't think my dogs. They recognize the laziness when they show the belly, and I just give my foot yep. to them. They're like, oh, really? I think ever since I got that cat, it's been downhill. You got a cat too? Oh man, I got a cat, and he sits. In the window and looks at him like, you're a heathen. You're outside. <laughs> you belong. Like, outside. Like, nice in here. <laughs> you know why I'm purring? Because I'm inside. <laughs> Why don't you let your dog in? Get bringing... your dog in the house. Do you... It steps. You, didn't, you used to not like him. You got one. You love this dog. Now it's got to stay in the bed with you. Do you understand? He, he got his ears cropped. He got mm-hmm. his ears cropped. When he was a puppy, he got his ears cropped. And the man said to me in my face, he looked me in my eyeballs and said, hey, you're going to have to sleep in the bed with him so he won't chew his ears or we can kill him here. For, for right. day. I said, how much does it cost for him to kill him? <laughs> you kenneled him to not have him in the bed with you. $50 a day. He had to be there for 14 days. Sold! <laughs> $700 so, to not have him in the house. So, he's not, he's not getting my, I'm not having no dog in my bed. I, I look, look, I've. They're good snugglers. Yeah. Too. I, I have, I have walked him through my house. The times he walked through my house to go just to the garage. Yeah. It was cold or raining or something. And I have a nice kennel set up for him. And it's dark where he can like be in a cave. He's ran in the house and destroyed everything just coming from the back to the garage just just he's just in there like oh I'm in here I just need to see everything yeah. what's over here what's over there well, you know this, Candyland just tearing up stuff get out the kitchen and like, and like <laughs> he's a wrecking ball he knocks my kids down and like man he, he's, he's too big yeah he's a, a they don't realize yeah. how strong they are or you know it's just a bull coming through there yeah. he's a he's a bulldozer yeah it's crazy so you keep him outside it's happening. Eventually, he's going to work his way back in. The no. kids are going to let him in, 
going to stay in the bed with the kids. The, and then he's going to get used to cat, it. The cat <laughs> is going to lose his mind. <laughs> if the dog comes in. Yo, yeah, he's going to be like, yo, I'm out, this, I'm, out of, you're I'm out of this place. But I like how you think the dog is racist because of that. Yeah, it, he's just it, happier somewhere else. <laughs> that isn't racism. <laughs> but you could say, <laughs> but he happens gets indoors. I am the one making this happiness right. happen. Yes. And he gets his time indoors. You, Two weeks were a, a year kid, we when all, you go on vacation. We all went to that rich kid's house when we were kids and went like, hmm. I think my dad might be lazy. <laughs> and he started, and we could think that, but I would go in there like, oh, this kid's got better stuff than I got. And then you go home and look around and you realize, uh-oh, it could be better. That's all he's seen. Uh, d- dogs can't be racist. They, I don't think they can see color. I don't either. I think they, I think they, they, they see, see stuff. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. my, uh, my dog used to hate landscapers. And like, so it started to turn into like, take her to a restaurant, and if the busboy was a Mexican kid, she'd start like freaking out. But I, she hates weed whackers, and she associated this particular... Brand of hair, I guess. I'm not sure. But she would see it and you're like, she doesn't do this to anybody but Mexican people. And from the uh, study that we talked about this morning, they smell stress. Yeah, that's they know. True, yeah, they smell. Stress. I mean, yeah. when people are worried, you know, yeah. when they're when you're nervous, they're yeah. nervous. Yeah, they attack. You yeah. know what's weird? You saying that he ate the weed whacker? My my dog hates the people who put out the birthday signs at night. <laughs> what like, are birthday signs? Oh, like when people like we had this thing in in, in Houston where like people, the yard, the big happy birthday, the happy birthday, the decorate. Yo, that joint. When they're out there setting it up, he goes nuts. <laughs> Like he goes like nuts. an angry nuts. Like, like he doesn't want that like, in there. Like get oh, and um, <laughs> that's his yard. Yeah, that's his territory. <laughs> that's he too, lives, man. He's not allowed in. You he, the people next door. He don't want it happening. He just don't want it happening. Like, <laughs> yeah. Get out of here with these. With these <laughs> what are you so happy about? <laughs> Outside. I don't even know if he can see the sun. Stop putting stuff <laughs> in people's yard. Like. I don't like it. He's HOA dog. He's, yeah. yeah, he's the HOA dog. He's the HOA president. Yeah, that's exactly it. Uh, Ali Sadiq is at the Tempe Improv this weekend. If you want to go out there, the laughs are, it's nonstop. I still can't get over how great uh, the show was last year watching it, and it's so much fun. Uh, what else you got going on in your life? Like, you're always up to something. Uh, I, you know, Domino Effect came out, mm-hmm. so now I'm, um, I just finished filming Domino Effect 2. Oh, you got another one? Yeah. All right. Domino Effect 2 is There great. you go. How do you and, get that? Oh. Uh, how did I get it? No, how do we get that? Oh, it, we just filmed it. So oh, so it's not yeah. okay. So it's you got not it. out yet. Gotcha, gotcha. No, we just filmed it. So we in February we're getting ready to shoot Domino Effect three. Man, yeah, we doing them like John Wick. Like I was going to say, what if Domino Effect two is terrible? What if people no. don't like it? But, you got a third one coming up, Mel. Third one, third one's coming. <laughs> no matter what, it, no matter what, third one. Getting ready for the third one. It is John Wick. It, we it don't was, care what we did in the second. Well, you're you getting a third one. Hey, yeah. Godfather. <laughs> Maybe eventually a crossover. You blend them. Yeah, yeah, you blend them. You know, yeah, it's Domino so. Wick. We can do one as a chronological thing and like all nine hours of it, like yeah. I did The Godfather. Yeah, yeah, so that's coming out later this year or next yeah, year? later this year. Two, and then three's already on the way. Three out, already Man, on the way. This is Albums impressive. out, book out. Yeah. You know, just, you know. What's your around. book about? And what, how do you write a book? Because I know your story is, is unique, uh, to say the least. People, if people don't know, yeah. uh, Jail. For yeah, a little while. I used to be a street pharmaceutical rep, which is very <laughs> frowned upon. It's very frowned upon. Like, don't do it. It's not yeah. like, you know, when you when you sell drugs, they want you to have, like, one of them little white coats and yeah. be in, like, a stationary yeah. place like CVS. Name tag, some sort of <laughs> you know, license. You know, you know, you know something. A picky. <laughs> a little picky. Yeah. So many people are willing to do it. Why won't yeah. we give them jobs? You know. <laughs> Out there volunteering like this. Yeah. Well, you perform the same. You know, you yeah. fill orders. You do the yeah. street pharmacist. Is the book mostly about, like, just the, the transition of life? Yeah, just, you know, yeah. and it, it, two books. So Domino Effect, the book, yeah. we transcribed the, the special, yeah. which 
was weird because people would go, I want to read it. And then you yeah. add extra stuff in, you know, to make it more interesting. Right. But the the 12 is 11 jewels. I think I've tried <laughs> to add one. Um, <laughs> and, jewels. And the, yeah, the jewels. So people ask me all the time, how did I get here? And I'm like, where is here? Yeah. Like, I don't, I'm like, I'm, I don't know where here is. Yeah. Like, but here sounds like, like when you say where's here, it's like it sounds like you're done. You're not. Yet. Yeah, like you're, you're done. Here is a destination. Yeah, you got to so keep moving. My, how did you get in the house? Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a good well, that's question. The dog, same thing. The dog want to know how yeah. do I get in yeah. this house? Um, I think all the things that people have told me that I, the advice that I've gotten that has actually worked for me are the eleven jewels of my career. Really? Yeah. So Those it's just stuff that the people have told you over the years that are like, which were, yeah, what's the big were, ones? Which were right. You know, Billy D. Watch, and it's all by comics. Yeah. You know, all by comics. And then my mom and my dad, they had, they, they the last, they the first and the last of the jewels. Um, Billy D. Washington, you know, you're a young comic, you're trying to figure out what and how you, how do you it, do it? How you do it. Yeah. And I'm probably in like year number 10. And Billy D. Washington says to me, Hey, Lee, when you're not being funny, be interesting. That's going to that's gonna help you in your career. That's good. I like that. And I was like, yo. Yeah. Well, you know, that's that's right. Like, yeah. yeah. yeah and, don't and, be dull. And, you, and you're trying to figure out, when you start telling stories, you try to figure out the best part of the story to tell to keep people along right. in the in the story. So when it when it's something not funny in the story, it has to be interesting. Right. And that's what my style of comedy is. Yeah. When people ask me, I'm like, that's my style. Yeah, the middle parts have to engage you to get to the good part. Get to the good which part. is called lying. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's BS. Embellishing than, and, yeah, yeah, like, BS better than like, other people and people will like you. Yeah, you, that's it. You thought I was gonna jump off the building? Yeah. I did. I did. <laughs> interesting david letterman said one time he said my biggest fear in life is that somebody's going to think i'm dull it isn't funny it isn't like outrageously you know whatever it's just that i'm dull that i'm in a room and people are like that guy's boring yeah and that's like the his biggest fear and it hit me because i'm like i think that's mine too like the worst thing i want to be is in a room of people and like that guy is an energy suck it stinks because <laughs> you meet energy sucks and you're like you yeah. don't know you're killing the room and it doesn't seem to phase them, and it drives me bananas. Because they don't know. I don't. They think. just don't they, know. Just their, but how do you not know? You're, you're wrecking kill, the room. That you're a killjoy. Yeah, you are absolutely you're a killjoy. Kill like, okay, <laughs> everywhere you go, people be like, <sighs> yeah. you, you, you know, yeah. they don't have when I walk in the room. You, yeah. you <laughs> no. with me. Uh-uh. Like, <laughs> people, people fight against saying, hey, I got something to do, but it's been nice seeing you. With you. Because they want the conference, they don't want it to end. But I, how many times in life, I don't hear it a lot, but when you talk to people like, hey, man, it's been good seeing you. Like when people interrupt your conversation to say it's over and you don't recognize it, it just drives me bananas. If you're in I a room, went too long. If you're in a room with people talking for more than five minutes and you haven't said anything, you're the killjoy. No offense. I mean, you don't have a microphone. It's not fair. <laughs> You can have that. Pull Eric, that Eric, That's Eric, all you. Eric, Eric it's, it's not all you. It's not all you. It's, it's not, not you. We're not talking about you. Yeah, no, We're trying to make him leave. What's weird is um, <laughs> Eric is, um, he he's a comic. Uh-huh. We've been knowing each other for years. And me and Marcus, we walk every morning. We uh-huh. walk and we jog and we work out every morning. And 
some some of our <laughs> other comics are not in such good shape. Are you and talking so, about? And so what he want, he wanted to get in shape, right? So he started coming out there with us, working out, and it, it was a struggle at first. <laughs> it, was a, it, was, it was something of a struggle. Like I, re- but it, you know me, I, I remember when I had to get back in shape, and I'm okay. Right. I remember this day, but then I got better. Right. <laughs> He's been out there for a while. You don't need an anchor. He's been out there for a year. With us, he's on a natural plateau, and he's it's, still there. It's still at the beginning, yeah. even though <laughs> he's not he, advancing. He's, he's way fitter, and I don't know how. Like I'm amazed. Like I'm like, what? You got to be working out away from me. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> when you with us, it's horrible. Like we yeah. like, and everybody knows it. Yeah, like everybody know. Everywhere we worked out at, they're like, "Yo, Eric, Eric, Eric is something." <laughs> Eric defends. Like yourself. if you if you want. If you have, okay. Where if, did he start? Like, what were we looking at when he started? A mess. <laughs> and where is he today? It's a mess. On the Semi mess. Semi messy. <laughs> okay. Right. You, you, you ever heard a woman giving birth in labor? You ever, the I try to dodge that. No, I'm I'm not, not, no. I you try to dodge yeah, it, right? Yeah, you try to dodge it, right? Yeah, you try to dodge yes, it. Yes, run from it. The, run yeah. from it. Yeah. What about when it's running with you? <laughs> oh my God! Dad. A woman giving birth. birth. Oh, what about a woman giving birth? Oh my God! That's with you won't go away. Like you can't like, shake it. Just, just, <laughs> and you have to run. He thinks that I run fast. No, I'm running away from you. I gotta get at least a half a mile so I can't hear. Push. And I'm the one saying push, push through it. Eve. Push through it. Oh. Is Eric oh. trying the Lamaze? Oh. Quick, quick breath. Yeah. Quick breath. It's it hurts. Wait. Oh, my God. Yeah. Do you take drugs for working out like a woman giving birth? <laughs> get an epidural maybe? No. I just stop. Uh, yeah, it's a struggle. Do you do it to just mess with them? Or are you no, really I do serious it to, to do it? To get right in my mind and my body. He says it's not working. Yeah, no, it's not working. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. Oh, I haven't tried. It. You try again. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, but then I I hear about out. <laughs> hey, you know I did sixty sprints the other day. I'm like, oh, you did? Okay. okay. <laughs> let's go, that to let's you. go run one mile. <laughs> I know sixty sprints got at least equal up to one mile. Got to. Has right. to. Yeah. Is right. it- <laughs> was it all in a row? Or were there breaks, breakfast, movie, five more sprints? Donuts. I don't, yeah, know, donuts. Yeah, I don't know what's happening. You know, a little stretching. That's training. Yeah. yeah. You know, but he so you is- put a mile together, that's a lot for yeah. a guy who's doing 60 sprints over 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> that's different, right? I'm trying to help. Yeah. But then Ali's not in his defense. He's like, a, he, look, he can run the Olympics. Ali's. Like, you think he's, so? He's a rabbit. I've never, I used to run track. And I've never, Ali runs like he's training. Like, no kidding. I'm, For I'm, the Iron Man. Because I, <laughs> I want to I be in tip-top shape. Yeah. But the thing is this. He asked me when I got here. We got here right after each other. He yeah. said, hey, um, do you work out when you're on the road? Too? <laughs> <laughs> I said, yes. He said, you're going to do it before or after press? <laughs> I said, probably after press. You know, but I was going to think about running before, but I don't know. He, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He already started breathing hard. Just, <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. It just, I can, I can hear yeah. get his mind ready for yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> right when you said yes, his water Push. broke. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh no! Oh, I want to watch this now. Yeah, I got to hear don't you want, breathe. You don't want to see it. It's not. It's not respectable. It, it's not. It's not a respectable it's not thing. Yeah, so, but that's why I want to see it. It'd be fun because you shouldn't run with a rabbit. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, that's the key. He runs so fast, he's out of sight. You ever, yeah, you but he I, said yeah, lie. Yeah, to he's not hear that. He's already in the car, and I'm still running. Yeah, he didn't like to hear a guy dying within yeah. the inches of him, so he runs from that. I do, too. <laughs> that's smart. And I, and I also, um, psychologically, I had these things that go on in my head. When you're a runner and there's other people running, I don't like other people in front of me. Yeah, you got to pass them. I got to pass them. Yeah. I've made the mistake of passing the wrong person before. And they have the same thing you've Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Little white girl with a ponytail. <laughs> when they ponytail bounce and never just, just let them, just let them run. This, this let lady, that pony run. Yeah. Let that pony run. Just, just watch it in front of you because it's, <laughs> I ran past this woman and she felt it. She felt the energy like I, like I ran her down and, and I, and I, and I just threw my hand up, you know, like, yeah, and like I'm gone. See ya. And that was, Probably mile two. <laughs> that was mile two. Yeah. She passed me at mile three. Well, she got you back. Oh, and passed me at mile four. I was still on three. Um, <laughs> <laughs> passed me again at five. I was just coming around three. So there's a lot of lead changes yeah, yeah, going yeah. on. No, no, she's no. Just she's, flying no she's just she's lapping me at this yeah. point. Like she's letting it be known. She's letting it be known. Like my man, don't ever, don't ever do that. Yeah. And then I was, I finished my, finished my little situation. I'm by the car, shoes off, stretching. Yeah. You know, dog tied. The woman ran. I saw her. She was still out there running. And then when I came out, I was still out there. And I, she walked to her car, and she just looked at me, and she slammed her trunk, and it was so many twenty-seven point three. She had so many, like so many badges, stickers, yeah. so many stickers of accomplishment, yeah, yeah. Of, <laughs> of marathons yeah. that she's ran. Iron Woman, and I was like, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I pick got, the wrong one. I got to reach for that. Pick the wrong one. I'm like, yeah. this lady went out there and ran 27 miles. I ran three. And the lady- <laughs> to make you feel better, Eric, I, I ran marathons for a little bit for the Stroke Association. I'm not built for marathons. I'm not a good runner. So the first one, I felt pretty good. I'm like, I'm training. I'm going through all the training. I'm feeling great about it. I get to mile 16, and I start realizing this is going to be a tough last eight. This is not going to be fun. <clears throat> I'm not ready for this, right? So I'm going, but I'm still passing people because I got the same thing you got. Like, if I can get you, I'm going to try to get you. And then I stopped passing people and just, just stay on your pace. The night before, we had hosted an event, and I brought up people who had had strokes. And they would tell their story and then go back and stroke association, raise money and stuff. So about mile 17 and a half, I can hear coming up behind me, this big thumping foot kind of dragging. And like Frankenstein's chase me. I turn around. The dude who had had a stroke's got one arm hanging down one side, and he's about to pass me. Oh, wow. <laughs> he's got an American flag. He's probably a 150-pound American flag stuck to the side of him. And he gives me the head nod. And he goes, great job last night. And I'm like, oh, wow. And he starts to pass me, and I'm like, I can't let this happen. And the harder I tried, <laughs> it was like Jason. He got ahead of me more and more. That dude was out God. of sight within like yeah. 10 minutes. I'm like, I've got to stop running. This is the worst yeah, day ever. He, he had half his body worked and he passed me at mile 17 yeah. flew by me so i'm like this isn't for me yeah, i gotta cool. do the little tiny stuff that's, pretty me, cool. that's why i don't you know yeah. Allie would scare me the first time i saw you sprinting i'm like oh that's not why i'm here yeah the marathon thing is a different beast those people the people who are good at it are built for it that's it 
If you get passed by a dude who's recently had a stroke, this you just stop. You quit that sport. This is the worst. This yeah. is the worst because this is the <clears> – I normally – wouldn't even tell this story because <laughs> it's, it's on. It's going on one of the specials. But I got passed by a, a guy named Steve. <laughs> you met him? Yeah, I know him. This, this is this is past life uh-huh. when you out being a street pharmaceutical rep. <laughs> when you, your your first year, they had these things called the jump out boys. These these cops they would <laughs> jump out of these vans and they would chase everybody who was out there selling drugs. And you had, you would run, and it's a route that you can get away. And Bra Forest, it has this little side street, and it separates it separates the houses. The streets separate the apartments from the houses. And the house has this huge wooden fence. But if you get it at a right angle off the curve, you can jump oh. and grab the top of it. Well, you can not and go there. and go over, right? And get away from the police because they would have to go all the way around to get into that neighborhood to catch you. You could just jump back over the fence. Right. Jump out, boys come. I take off. I'm gone. And all I hear, like I'm, and I'm running because I'm trying to get to the wall. All I hear is tack, 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 tack. Steve, he's a guy. <laughs> he has one leg. He, he had he's been having one leg since he was a kid. He railroad accident. I, I still to this day don't understand how people one leg get their leg cut off with the railroad. I still don't. Know. I still You're going out of your way to this day don't know. Like did you lay it. down yeah. on the track? Like how did you get? How did your leg get cut off by a train? I'm, Half of you. I don't understand. The train. So he is running. He's he sells drugs as well. Yeah. He has one leg and a crutch. <laughs> And he ran past me, <laughs> and I'm a I'm a I'm on a track team at this point. Yeah. Like I'm a like You're I'm an a athlete. I'm an athlete. Yeah. And I see him, when I gra- I'm I'm finna run and grab thing. He's past me, and I see him throw his crutch <laughs> over <laughs> wow over the wall and grab the top of the thing off one leg. I'm like, <laughs> and I'm up there, and it's other people that can't grab the wall to right. get over, and they getting busted. <laughs> and I'm like, yo. Did one-legged Steve <laughs> pass me up and jump the wall? Steve said, hey, man, I've been having one leg a long time. <laughs> He's good at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're going to lose I a lot mean, of bets that way. I've been mean, I mean, having yeah. one leg a long time. I've been having one leg, man. You think yeah. I don't know how to use one leg? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that could have been some side cash there. Some racing bets. And, I, and, you know, Steve used to win money on people didn't think he could dunk. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they he like, could fly off that one leg dunking. He I'm can going, dunk on one leg? That bothers me because I can't off two. I never most, have. Most times when people dunk, it's off one leg. You, oh, people, that's but, true. But it's like the stability of how are you yeah, working gotta, this crutch, though, Steve? <laughs> right, this, he's crutching and the, playing The brilliance is in the crutch. It's not in the leg. It's I'm the more crutch. impressed that he got to dunk it and crutched his way to that situation. <laughs> <laughs> that, that should be illegal on the floor, I think. Maybe. The worst one I ever saw is a friend of mine was in Flagstaff, and uh, he was good at pool. And this little, uh, it was a little person with one arm came up and said, 100 bucks, I can beat you. And he's like, all right. And the worst part of the eight ball he had to, the guy that my friend Kevin was losing the bet had to boost him. <laughs> so he didn't say so he's hanging off the edge of the table. He had to hold him. And he takes his little one arm <laughs> and throws it in the side pocket. And That's game, buddy. Kevin, yeah, it was basically it. Kevin dropped 100 bucks and he goes, I'm done with pool. I'm done with pool forever. Because he had to hold him up to get his ass kicked. I love that. Yeah. 
Like, that just happened. He's like, we're done with pool. Never coming here again. We're done. Yeah. I hate this place. That's it. We're done, brother. Yeah, it was a violent last one arm. It was, it there was no motion. And there's the and game. By the way, he was great at pool. He had his little, <laughs> little tiny stool. Drag it over. Get up. And then he needed help on the last one because he couldn't reach it without. And he asked Kevin to hold him, and he did. Custom stick. <laughs> Nothing worse than holding the hips of a little man when he kicks her ass. <laughs> and then you pay him. Here's $100. That was fun. Anyway. Oh, man. Yeah, we've all Pass the chop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't reach the top, buddy. Can I get up there? Uh, Ali Sadiq at the Tempe Improv. Leave us with words of wisdom. If you can. <laughs> <laughs> I can leave him. No, like, don't play no, pool with little people. I'm about to say, no, play pool with little people. Man, little people know stuff, man. The magic. The magic. Yeah. They got it in their pocket. They yeah. got it, a lot of magic in their pocket, man. Yeah. He waved his arm over him, and a bunch of cookies appeared, and he was gone. It was like, what happened? We just got our asses kicked by a little person. And y'all had glitter all over you. Yeah. you know? Like, this gold dust. <laughs> <laughs> Always good to see you, man. Thanks for man. coming. Best of luck to you. TempeImprov.com. Ali Sadiq, everybody. It's 98 KUPD. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.